I've got my serious face on today. What's your serious face face mean? Faints? What's your serious faints mean? It means I'm serious. I'm here to win. Serious? I'm delirious. You're fast and furious. <laughs> on board, Michelle, right off the bat. Do you just want to get it out of the way and talk more about your favorite artist of all time that I've been obsessed with all week? This is, we're not doing another <laughs> King Diamond episode right after the last King Diamond episode. I know, I know, but I just want to let everyone know that I've been obsessed. It keeps going. Every fucking day. Every fucking day. Oh, man. <laughs> and that's where I'll leave it. That's it'll, where I'll it'll leave it. It'll be ridiculous. All of a sudden, he'll be like, look at, like... He'll make some reference about something that doesn't matter, and he'll be something about mutton chops because he has mutton chops, and then all of a sudden I have a picture of King Diamond in my face. <laughs> yeah, with mutton chops. Because he's the only person who ever had mutton chops. Because he also enjoys the grace of a mutton chop. <laughs> I couldn't be less on board I know, for King I know, Diamond. I know you're not. And it's it's like that. But let's not keep talking about it. It's going to take over. You're again. the one who brought it up. I just want to make sure everyone knows I'm not down for it. I'm going to turn you up just a little bit. You do what you need to do. I don't care. There you go. I took a nap. I worked on a Sunday, which is very odd. Never, ever seen that during this job. I don't. It's weird that it happened. So it's, well, it's going to be a busy week and a busy day tomorrow. So it's pretty much just, hey, you want to work? The day on you were gonna work on Sunday and get the week a little smoother, I guess. Now, <sighs> since you weren't working, you didn't work overtime already on Saturday. That means you don't get double pay today. It still just counts as time and a half, right? It will, yeah. Okay. Which actually, this is the, the start option. of a new work. Uh, what would you call it? Cycle, a uh, pay cycle, because uh, I only get paid twice a month. Gotcha. So. Actually, what I work Fine. today is the first thing that I put on my uh, time clock. I got in a little early. <laughs> I came in early on a Sunday. Whatever. I don't Fuck have a fucking life. Shit. And it's funny because I've been sick a lot of the week with sinus stuff. And then the last two days I've had this terrible sinus headache. And yesterday I was out as well. I was down. Uh, so, in other words, everything's pretty normal. I haven't been oh, sick in a while. That was an unnecessary dig. Oh, <laughs> I haven't been sick in a while. Uh, good. I don't like you being sick. I like you being up and Adam, as they would say. Up and sitting. Up and sitting. Yeah. <laughs> well, since we're attacking each other, uh, don't attack me. Okay, so you're just allowed to do it to mm-hmm. me. What did I? Uh, go ahead. No, I just it was going to be low hanging fruit. Oh, so uh, what we're teeth, doing here today? <laughs> welcome to <laughs> your dad couldn't be hanging any lower. <laughs> welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast. I'm Michelle. I'm Sam, and we are a review podcast. And this week, I have provided Sam with something. Much different than this King Diamond shit he keeps talking about. Uh, there was something in me that was just like pop. Pop music, you need some pop music after listening to King Diamond. That shit sucks. So I decided I'm going to pull out something that I've been looking for. It's impossible to actually find it. As a, like, as, uh, as an a album collection. itself. It is a collection, a collective album that was put together and released a compilation. I believe that's what they actually call it. It was released July 25th, 1995. Okay, 1995. So it's not easy to find compilation albums from, what was this, uh, 
27 years and, ago. And you mean like on streaming platforms? Yeah. Do you think you could find one on eBay? You can find used ones on eBay, but I don't trust buying used no. CDs on eBay. And what, and what are we going to do with a CD anyway? We'll Transfer it over onto a computer then to put it on your phone? No, you can get that done immediately with what you already did to make this episode happen. So July 25th, 1995, ESPN got together with Tommy Boy Records and what? they released Jock Jams Volume 1, the very first of the many compilation series that they had of this album. And oh, Jock Jams kept going? Yes. Is it like now that's what I call music? Not like, it's not to that extent at not all. Not to that extent, because they're up to like what? Hundreds and something? Two hundred? I think it's like 90 something. Jesus. Unnecessary. Yeah, just stop. With streaming services, things like that are unnecessary. <laughs> also, um, I would say in a lot of cases, high school reunions are unnecessary. Oh, absolutely. They were always unnecessary, even before the invention of Facebook and social media. Well, it's just easier to keep contact with people who you want to keep contact with. And there aren't these years and years and years of disconnect and then coming back together and it being a surprise. It's just not like that anymore. You fuck with who you fuck with. You fuck with who you fuck with. If you don't want to fuck with them, you don't. So there's no reason to see them. At some thing that commemorates your shitty high school years. You could have stopped right after there's no reason to see them. Ever! I only need to see like four people I went to high school with. And you're one of them. (laughs) It's not true. You keep seeing more and more in this uh, rolling graphics position. Like I said, need to see. Yeah, you need to. (laughs) It's mandatory. So we're going to get started on this Jack Jams album. I had to make a... Uh, a playlist of all of the songs. There are some tracks on here that I did keep out because some of them are honestly, uh, they're cheers. So some of these interludes were of just popular cheers, I guess, or common cheers. Oh, so you mean tracks are missing from our col- what we're going to listen to. And it was just like, like what do you mean a cheer? Just people being like... Like a 16-second gridiron groove cheer or a 19-second uh, ungawa like, uh, what was one of those cheers back in the day? Like, you so ugly. Ah, fuck, what was it? I can't remember. Well, then why did you bring it up? Because I was hoping as I was going to talk about it, it would just spew out of my mouth. All that came into my head was fuzzy was he was a bear. Fuzzy was he had no hair. So fuzzy was he wasn't so fuzzy was he. That wasn't a cheer. I know. That's what popped into my head, though. You should actually know more cheers because you were a band kid and you had to go to a lot of those games. I really blacked out during those and often cheered for the other team loudly and actively. I was never a fun person to be around. That's true. So let's move <laughs> along with that mindset of Sam sucking. And let's start with this first song, which I did actually, I didn't give it to you, but I did decide that I would find the, how they actually started the album. It starts with a little intro from Michael Buffer. Am I supposed to know who my, oh, Michael Buffer is this guy. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. We're going to get ready to rumble by 2 Unlimited. Let's get ready to rumble! Get ready for this. 
Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's doing the thing that Paul does. <laughs> he stretches his front arms out. For the listeners, I've got Wayne the cat this time. Oh, he's pissed. He's leaving. Ow, my leg. Uh. So this just screams sporting events. Like all these songs did, but this one is like what you reference when you're uh, talking about sporting songs. And you look at your friend and you go, y'all ready for this? That's why if you are referring to Jock Jams Volume 1, they really did take a compilation of songs that were popular in the 90s, but songs that were often used at the sporting events. It became a big thing to just reuse a lot of these songs because they have this high-powered dance vibe. It worked perfectly for games. Uh, pump the audience, the crowd up, get you moving. And I think that this is a pretty good list. I mean, that's representative of the songs that you would hear at sporting events. Don't you just like see sweatbands and gym shorts in your mind when you hear this kind of music? I see synchronized audience, like waves, waves and, and hand stuff. stuff. Yeah. Everyone's just happy. I've never been to a formal sporting event. I gotta say, every one of these songs. It's officially like, oh, I never knew this part existed. You never hear this. You just hear, y'all ready for this? And then it fades out within like six seconds. So to hear this like extra dance groove makes me wonder, were some of these like actual dance club hits that just moved on into sporting events? So let's see. Get Ready for This itself was released in 1991. So this was four years before it was on this. And it does say that... Let me see here. It says this song is one of the most frequently played songs at sporting events around the world. Period. Just around the entire world. Not even in this country, though. So this this song... It's not really... uh, I mean, yeah. is just kind of exalting. It's not specific to us and our culture because it's not littered with all these American words. It's just music. I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty American. Strictly American. In fact, if I ever hear a European saying yeah, it's go time, motherfucker. I'm taking them down to this song. But can you see, like, did you ever think like this would be a dance hit? Is this a dance hit? Uh, Probably in 1991. Which makes it not a good time for Sam. These songs are fun in the aspect of like, haha, I remember these are sporting events. But to have to listen to, this was my King Diamond for you. How does it make any sense? Oh, horrible. Most of these songs were just like, Jesus Christ, more than 12 seconds. This isn't enough. And I understand what you mean on some of these Especially songs. Especially this one. This is just no Because nothing's happening. Yeah. It's just, it's that universal music sound that anyone can listen to because there's nothing other than the same beat over and over again. Just loops. Yeah, it's loops. Are we ready to rumble? Oh, we are always ready to rumble. What was that guy's name again? The the announcer Michael dude? Buffer. Michael Buffer. I think he coined that whole phrase. Let's get ready to rumble! Which means I owe yeah. him money now. American ring boxer or MC for boxing, professional wrestling, and the National Football League. He is known for the trademark catchphrase. Let's get ready to rumble. And he's still living. Do you, 
Do you think he still goes to sporting events? How old is he? Does it say? 77. 77. Oh, he's still going to places. He's not traveling the world, but he's definitely doing like Las Vegas big events for sure. I bet he has a box. God, how did he, how did that guy make that job? <laughs> when I grow up, I want to be an announcer. He was just a ring announcer. That's what he's done. And just got so popular and people loved his look. I mean, he he brings an official aura of, like, this is a classy event. If you don't have this guy at your fight, it's just backyard bullshit. Well, Donald Trump <laughs> is always a big fan. He has said of Buffer, he's great. He's great. He's the <laughs> choice. He has a unique ability. I don't know how to do a Trump. It's been a while since I've had to listen to that voice. Yeah, a long time. But been he, nice. Yeah, it's been pretty <laughs> terrible. Uh, without him, we're all missing. Yeah, DT. Can't wait for you to be president again. Storm another governmental building. Get your people to, uh, you know, break into something. Bust the windows out. Beat a cop to death. But you're the good guys. Blue line. But you're the good guys or the bad guys. Uh, Uh, It's fun. All right, let's uh, let's get this uh, moving along with another song that is very popular from the '90s. I definitely think of it from middle school dances and things because I didn't go to sporting events. Here is. Whoop, there it is by Tag Team. Yeah, I never associated this with sporting events. This is definitely a middle school dance vibe for me. But this came out like when we were... Oh, this is obviously a 1995 issue of this compilation, but when did this song come out? Back again, check it to wreck it, let's begin. Party on party, people, let me hear some noise. DC's in the house, jump, jump, rejoice. There's a party over here, party over there, with your hands in the air, shake it every year. These three words when you're getting busy, whoop, there it is. Four words, that's always bothered me. These three words when you're getting busy, whoop, there it is. Uh, 1993, the song came out. So we're like eight years old. This is a big hit. Uh, May 7th, I was seven. I remember this was a big hit, and I remember like uh, that Baja Men song, Who Let the Dogs Out? Way later, but yeah. Yeah, but that's just in my mind are the same like huge hits that I remember coming out that just like swept across the whole musical scape, and you just couldn't get away from it, no matter what you listened to, you know? So do you, what do you think of this song on its own? Do you think it's just annoying? Is this one of the songs that you... Uh, Wish you only had about 12 seconds of and you're done with? Uh, they at least uh, rap and stuff in this and I get some more. The last song is just loops. I don't want to hear loops for fucking three and a half minutes. This is actually dudes like rhyming and stuff, so it's not near as miserable, but it's still not my bag. I've never enjoyed this song. I can have fun to this song. You know what I mean? Like if I was at a party... If somebody looked at me and this song was playing, I'd look at him and be like, Yeah, doing the dance, looking at you and humping the air. Fucking a bear. Like how you've not broken eye contact with me this whole time. Fucking a bear. Fucking a bear. Whoop, there it is. I guess if you're pumped for something, that's the point. I'm not putting this in the CD player and jamming out to it by myself. Well, you know, you're going to listen to a CD, Sam. You're just going to... You're just going to put it on streaming service. And then, what just flew out of your mouth onto your lip? Was that a piece of pretzel? It could have been. I know you were eating pretzels earlier. Hell yeah, I was eating pretzels earlier. Because the bed cashews aren't enough that you have to bring bed pretzel rods in there too. Hey, I was in the middle of an intense Tiger Woods game and I needed salt. I needed sodium. <laughs> Who does this again? Tag team. Tag team. 
You want to know if they did it? Had any other big hits other than this? I'm gonna guess they did not. They did not. That's correct. <laughs> this was it. This doesn't seem like the type of duo to hit it twice. It says here that in the early 1990s tag team broke stereotypes about the hip hop genre by demonstrating that there is more to hip hop than inflammatory lyrics. I, I agree. I like that. Because by mid 90s or early 90s, it is like that. In the 80s rap, you're still fun rap. <laughs> I never got, personally, I never got into, um, what is that, like gangster rap? So I appreciated the goofy rap more. There's some gangster rap albums that I do like, like uh, NWA, Straight Out of Compton, that Dub C album, uh, uh, Curb Servant. Those would technically be gangster rap. Yeah, but I guess I'm thinking heavier than that. Heavier? <laughs> hmm. What? I don't know what would be heavier. Talking about rape and slitting throats. Oh, Jesus, like a Tech Nine or something? Is that what Tech Nine does? I'm I don't know. Bullshit. I don't know anything about Tech You pulled that out like that was a thing. I feel like Tech Nine is one of those people, but I could be grossly generalizing somebody. Oh, you're letting it play? Not on purpose. Okay. I, I definitely. Well, keep it going. I definitely tried to uh, pause it, but it's just not responding to my fingertips today but here's a song called strike it up by black box and this is a song that i think i definitely was kind of familiar with but this is a this is definitely lower on the list of recognizability i would say i know so far when i first when i first listened to the whole album uh by this time i did not recognize it and i i don't know if i ever actually did or if i just started to convince myself like yeah you probably did and then i feel like i did but this is a good example of something that would be switched very fast if i was in charge of what they call the radio now this part is much better than earlier when it gets like in vogue i'm not i'm not miserable so it's just straight dance techno stuff i'm not very happy so this is by a, a, a by an Italian music group. Nice. Black Box. Okay. So what's interesting is that they are using this is the classic case. I don't know how many people remember this, but in the '90s, um, there were a few times where they would use someone in the music video that was not actually singing. So that happened in this case. We have a uh, a, a model, a French model who is lip syncing in the video. She's on the front of the uh, front cover of the album even. Jesus. And it's not her, but that person actually doing the vocals is a lady named Martha Wash. Okay, lay her on me. I'm very interested to see. I assume she's a larger black woman. Yeah, she achieved fame as half of the two tons of fun. <gasps> no fucking way. Yes. Oh shit. She also did that. Uh, you make me, you make me feel no way. My heart is real. No uh, way. Of course, it's raining men. That song kicks ass. The one you were just singing. Yeah. So she's, her voice is in music. That's you just so don't always see her face. She just gets the shaft because of her appearance. Because she's big, and that's it. She's not even like ugly or anything. She's just big. No. But it wasn't what they wanted to represent them at the time. So, yeah, that's a model. Oh yeah, that's. That sucks. Well, but agree. I love that I just found out that these three songs are related. I did not think two tons of fun. Weren't they actually called the Weather Girls? Yeah, they, they went under both. I prefer names. the Weather Girls. Yeah. Two tons of fun seems like that's what we it's said like in, Fat Boys. in 1999. 
<laughs> like now we say Weather Girls. Uh, God damn, is she still alive? I don't know. I believe so. That's, I hope she is. Because I love It's Raining Men. It's Raining Men has been in my life for so long. Now, I don't think I've ever heard this song, especially with the knockoff ice tea sounding guy that does the rap parts. She's still alive. Good. She's 68. I need to get her on a song that I'm never going to write or ever do. You hear me? You hear me, God? I'm tr- I always try to remember who this is. Is it like Brothers Johnson? I can't ever remember who this is um, sampling. Oh, I never noticed. But I, I would love it to be Brothers Johnson since we're Brothers Johnson fans, at least one song. This goddamn creaky ass table. Especially when you can't stop moving. Oh, I'm so fucking fidgety all the time. I'm always running in my sleep. Cannot sit still. I'm always laying on the floor even though there's a couch right next to it because I just can't sit still. So I have to like lay down and wiggle around like I'm a fucking worm. It's true. You do. Oh, boy. I'm hoping I can get this soda intake down correctly and uh, maybe less sugar and caffeine in my body will make me less jittery and less prone to what they call restless like syndrome. This is what I'm going to say from now on when it's time to smoke that sweet, sweet reaper. it up! Oh, God. Grandma! Sorry. 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 It just came out. <laughs> Ruin everything. <laughs> I'd rather have my grandma back from the dead. Either one reanimated looking like they do right now <laughs> then have to listen to King Diamond ever again. Well, unfortunately you're married to me and you're gonna hear King Diamond. Unfortunately, <laughs> I am married to you. That is correct and like you like to say, you could have stopped right there. <laughs> unfortunately, indeed. Unfortunately. Neither one of us fucking hit the lottery with each other. <laughs> We're both just two average cunts. I'm not a cunt. No, you're better than me. <laughs> I'm an average asshole. You're a cunt. All right. So I feel like it's best. Take it back. <laughs> I feel like it's best to just keep this train moving. There's a lot of tracks on this fucking thing. It's 15. It's not it like it's like way more than any more. And each song is only about three and a half minutes. Uh, speaking about how I had said previously that I didn't hear many of these songs in any sort of arena or uh, however they did things at school. <laughs> I just wasn't. Pep rallies, maybe. I don't think they did for pep rallies. No, because the know. band was supplying that entertainment. Yeah, so in, in any sort of... Oh, high school, oh, high school, high school. <laughs> yeah, boy. I don't even know that. So <laughs> I know this more as a middle school dance song and I'm excited to play it because I think that this is a song that's that we probably heard at every single school dance we ever had here is uh, the 69 boys Tootsie Roll the 69 boys do you need to know when this came out Uh, I'm gonna guess 1994 am I right doesn't sound like 1994 at all Unless this is like one of those stories where some guy made it with real cheap studio equipment and just took off. Because it doesn't sound full. It sounds like it was made in like 1987. 
But that little that when the, the kick drum's hitting and it's adding that extra like yeah that's the key to this song i'm pretty sure that's what gets the asses a moving hey see you're moving your ass right now yeah, to fun. the left to the right to the left to the right this, okay that's, this part has always bugged me and i want to make sure that i'm looking at the correct lyrics before i uh Say it and just make myself look like an asshole. Okay. Oh, this one is back. Okay, so yeah, the way he says to the back uh, in the chorus, I just think sounds ridiculous. And so a lot of times when I'm singing along, I just kind of embellish it more. We'll get to it. Is it so it's in the chorus? That's correct. Is where I'm supposed to listen. I don't know what the chorus is. Is that this? Yeah, but it's when he's like talking about directions and oh, where okay. you should go. When he gets directional about it. Yeah. To the east, to the west. No. To the girl that Here we go. I love the best. Ah, oh, fuck, damn it. Oh, fuck, damn it. Yeah, fuck, damn it. Fuck, damn it. This is a song that I, in middle school would have made me mad. Everything makes you mad if it's not <laughs> ridiculous. No, it's when I see people having fun on things that I didn't like. I'm like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> it's gone now. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It doesn't make me mad. You're still a piece of shit. Oh. <laughs> I don't want you to feel superior in any way today. Here we go. To the right, to the right, to the front, to the front. To the bite, to the bite. To the bite, to the bite, to the bite. To the bite. Overbite, overbite. Mine was temporarily corrected, and then I ruined it all, and I'm still stuck with this mall. Uh, you have a shopping center in your mouth? Mall with a W. You're One time, I was buying this. I was buying an axe from Gilman's to try and cut some tree shit down at this kid named Glenn's house, and this other kid we went to school with named Justin. <laughs> he saw me buy an axe. And I just had this one. I didn't know different axes that existed to like do different jobs. I was just like, hey, it's an axe. I need an axe. So I had this axe and this kid named Justin looks at me and goes, well, that's a splitting mall. And anytime anyone says mall or mall or mall, I can't help but quietly you say just to myself. said the, th the same word three times. The splitting mall. No. Mall. Mall. And... Mall. That was me spending money with my hands. Mall. And then there's mall grabbing and skateboarding. <laughs> to the bike. To the bike. To the bike. Who does this again? 69 brothers. So it was. 69 boys with a Z. Boys. Well, of course with a Z. Come on, this is 1994. I screamed at me at the beginning of this song. Now, guaranteed, this is the only hit by the 69 boys, right? I mean, they didn't come out with the next. They did some more things, actually. What? Mm-hmm. Like, are they half of uh, that one band, new Two Live Crew? No. It seems Two Live Crew-y to me. Two Live Crew would have already been a thing. They had a song called Kitty Kitty that Kitty. I don't know at all. Never heard it in my life. But it also said something about them. Uh, 
let's see here, that they, in 1997, their second album featured the single Woof Woof, which was written for the feature film Dr. Doolittle. It reached number 31. Well, good for the 69 boys. I don't know it, uh, but they've, they're still, no, they're not still working. They stopped. Looks like they haven't been doing anything for the last 20 years. I'm they so... got tired of themselves, too. <laughs> I can't believe Dr. Doolittle, a kid's movie, hired someone to do a song called The 69 Boys. Come on in, fellas. This is a family film. 69 Boys, sit down, meet a... What's his name? Not Eddie Monster. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Eddie Close Murphy. enough. But the song is called Woof Woof. Woof Woof? Yeah, that's talking about being a dog and chasing that cat. If you know what I mean. Woof, woof. Fucking a bear. Fucking a bear. You have this weird energy today. <laughs> it's, it's it's like you hung out at a uh, morning DJ. Uh, I don't know. Convention? Radio station? No, I went to a class this morning. Radio DJ class. So you watch, you do sound effects. Boom. <laughs> All right, so we're going to listen to the next song on this Jock Jams Volume 1 Fun Album. I'm really excited that this album is on this. Even though I don't know who K7 is, I'm very familiar with and enjoy the song Come Baby Come. How is, how is come spelled? I never looked at the spelling. The correct way. So K-U-M, got it. K-U-M? Yeah, like the come and go. The gas station? Sure. Never seen the come and go? I think I've heard of it. The song rules. <laughs> you nailed that. Love that part. Now, is that a sample, you think? Or is this live? Sounds like a sample to me. It sounds like a literal, legitimate jazz sample. I'm not I would assume. you to give me actual answers. I'm just asking your opinion. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, this is by far uh, the best song so far on this compilation. You actually enjoy this song? Uh, I enjoy this guy's aggression. He sounds like a... I don't don't know. There's a a growl in his voice that I enjoy. I think it feels like a more well-rounded song where the other songs sound like they're supposed to just be dance hits. This feels like an actual song. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. And I appreciate that because all some of them just feel like feel like loops, like I said earlier. It's just being blasted into my head. Looks like BuzzFeed ranked this as number sixty-one in their list of one hundred and one greatest dance songs of the nineties. I think it could have been a <coughs> could have not choked me, but it uh, could have been higher. I'd like to see that list because I mean I can't even think of what could be higher purple rain that's not a dance hit that's just the first thing that popped in my head you don't even like that song yeah it's so weird that you brought that up you're just saying anything that comes to your mind today otherwise it will be silence because i haven't spoken at all yeah you have a little too much if you ask me yeah. I don't 
This to me doesn't even sound like a song that you would hear at a sporting event. No, I don't think I've ever heard this at a sporting event. But it has to have been used to be chosen. Unless this uh, band was like in... I wonder if this was all the same record company. I bet this music was played at like basketball games. I could, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. I'm also having a thought now that I wonder if a lot of these artists were under the same umbrella of a corporation of like record labels. So they had a real easy time to just cram it all in a compilation. And maybe at the time they were like, hey, we need representation and just get on this compilation. Because that's what compilations usually are. It's bands like vying to get their name seen. You know what I mean? And then it's for the person creating the compilation. It's just a chance for them to make money. So it's like a give-give relationship between the artist and the guy who's releasing it. So this, like I said earlier, this was done by Tommy Boy Records. K7, who we're listening to currently, was on that record mm. company. I'm just trying to look to see if I can find any more. But like, those, they weren't with the label. It doesn't look like it's. Yeah, that's. This is the only one that I've found so far that is actually on this label. On the Tommy Boy. Yeah. So some of them were probably put in there for that reason just because they fit and they were big hits and maybe it would draw people to want to buy it to their artist and then they gain finances from that it's all a fucking game no i just mean that this would be a song that would have more pull towards wanting people to actually buy the album versus y'all ready for this even though that would have probably been the main song in the commercial i assume oh yeah this song's probably not even making the commercial Oh, jeez. Oliver is a miserable sack of shit. We've got a cat fight going on. Not really, but there was a big hiss. Oh, I was hoping for an all-out brawl like uh, in that movie, They Live. Everything is just a (laughs) reference to something that's in your life already, and I have no idea what you're talking about. People listen. They know what's going on. That was for you, guy who watches They Live. All right. With the Roddy Roddy Piper himself. All right, so we are going to listen to one more thong. I think I said song, but I have a piece of gum in my mouth, so I apologize. That did not come out very well. You said thong, 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 thong. I wish that was on here, but I can't imagine. Actually, that probably would have been the music, not the lyrics, been played at a... Yeah, I can see that. During some downtime at a game, who knows? That's on Jock Jams 5. There are others. I don't know what's on them, (laughs) but there are many others. Uh, so we are going to listen to one more song. Like I said, this song is a banger. We have Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. It takes two. I legitimately like this song, and this is a song that's in my regular rotation already. And, so. and there's other. Uh, Goddamn, what's their name? I just you just said it. Rob Bass and yeah. DJ DJ Easy Rock. You like other Rob Bass and DJ songs too, or at least one. Do I? Yeah. Tell me about it. Because you did a cover of it for the podcast one time. And I don't remember what it was. Herschel J. Pinhead himself helped. Yeah, I can't remember what it was either. Yeah, I can't. This this is definitely a uh, sporting event. I want to rock right oh. now. I'm Rob Bass and I came to get down. I'm not internationally known, but I'm known to rock a microphone. Yeah. 
This is definitely a sporting event staple, as I would call it. Joy and Pain was Joy the song. Joy and Pain, I yeah. love that song. So this came out in 1988. Yeah. I think Rob Bass and DJ... <laughs> were, Easy Rock. Uh, DJ Easy Rock. I think they were, like, pretty influential in the hip-hop world at one point. I feel like people have spoken highly of them. Yeah. That's correct. Like, guys that made it real big later like oh yeah i was listening to dj easy rock and jazzy jeff god i can't remember either of their names rob bass <laughs> i'm rob bass and i came to get down he's not internationally known not even by sam with a microphone <laughs> i like the this song has always uh, made me laugh because of the wow yeah. and for some reason the one going Sounds like they have a real bad case of asthma, and that's always stuck in my head. That it sounds like they're barely getting it out. Do you hear what I'm talking about? It's like, I don't hear what you hear at all. I mean, I hear the sound, but the interpretation is very different. It's like when you cough a bunch and then you go to inhale and you do that thing where you're like, <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. Oh my god, my throat. Good, maybe it'll shut you the fuck up for a minute. <laughs> it's a podcast. We talk. It's what we're here to do. Fully alkaline. We're also allowed to play. I know, that's why I get to yell at you. Because <laughs> I wouldn't yell at you normally. I'd like to see it happen. Me yell at you? I have yelled at you in the past. Mm hmm. You want to see it happen today? No, but I feel like we're closer <laughs> than fucking animals. I don't I really am close to fucking animals. Like having sex with an animal? No. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not talking about getting my sex and fucking animals laps up. Blow them motherfucking animals away. With my gun. Do you ever think about having a gun, owning a gun? Yeah, when I'm in really low points. <laughs> I didn't mean for that. That's for that honestly the only reason. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. If you want to. I mean, we don't have one. No, but that doesn't mean we haven't looked. <laughs> Christ. Hey, you brought it up. <laughs> you want your dad's gun. But your mom won't let you have it. They just think I'd be irresponsible with it, which I probably would be. <laughs> they wouldn't have to worry about you. You would just lose it somewhere my, and someone yeah, else would no, find it. My irresponsibility would be that, yeah. Not like I'm dangerous to have it for my own mental health. I'm dangerous to have it because I will leave it somewhere stupid loaded. You would misplace it and then someone would yeah, find it. They would like step on it under a shirt. <laughs> Probably be a cat, and I'm not here fucking. I'm not here blowing my animals away and fucking their lives up. I'm going out there shooting up a tree and fucking blowing other animals away. <laughs> I don't know why you want to hurt other animals. Because I'm a hunter. Ooh, I've always thought of you as a hunter. I know. <laughs> First I shoot them, and then I run after them, and I rip their heads off. Oh, God. Look at me. Terrifying. I'm so tough. I've never shot an animal. I've never shot an arrow into an animal. The only thing I've done I is, I think like, that's also shooting an animal just with something else. Yeah, but, and like, I've fished a lot, and then every time they get, like, really hurt, I've felt bad about that, and I haven't gone fishing in a long time. I also feel bad about fishing. 
especially because you're just doing it for a sport most of the time and most you just throw it back. Yeah. I don't mean you. I mean, most people are just hooking them, hurting them, pretending that they don't feel anything because that makes them feel better. <laughs> oh, no, it's fine. Fish don't feel pain. Yes, they fucking do. That's that's a weird thing to make up just so you feel less guilty about brutalizing these fish's mouths the worst part is when they swallow it and it gets like in the throat and you gotta like get it out and all this blood starts coming out and you're like yeah i just basically killed that fish throw it back in in a brutal way because it's food now for turtles because it's fun and it's a sport to share with my grandkids (laughs) it is fun that part grandkids wouldn't know won't ever know that's correct you won't until i steal some grandkids well, I guess I got a little ahead of myself. I don't know. I was looking at the wrong list and said oh. that that was going to be the last song. We're actually going to listen to one more song before okay. we take a break. And this is also another big hit. This is CNC Music Factory with Gonna Make You Sweat. This song Im- immediately makes me think of Gears. Because of the music video, I think it has Gears. Oh, there is? I think so. Like big, like shadowed Gears in the background. While a lady who, did she sing this? The lady in the video or is this another so in this music video this showed zelma davis lip syncing to martha wash's vocals the same woman the same lady martha wash is on here again so you were just holding on to that info the whole time i sure was so she has actually done two of these songs but you would never know that poor woman i know it says here that she actually sued them it says uh, December 11th, 1991, she filed a lawsuit against them, uh, charging them with fraud, deceptive packaging, and commercial appropriation. It was, and the case was settled three years later. Jesus. I mean, is it the same people that did the other song? Because the guy rapping sounds like the exact same guy from the other song. That iced tea. I think, I think like this, and I got a little. And his thing. name is Free. His name is Freedom Williams. Freedom Williams is what this says. I mean, it sounds exactly like the other guy in my head. But wow, it's not. I've learned some interesting things today about Martha Wash. 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 I love Martha Wash. Turns out her voice is fantastic. Voice, she can belt like a motherfucker, baby. And then she just gets the raw deal all the time. Because she likes sandwiches. It sounds like she gets the best deal because she gets to make money singing. And eat those sandwiches. And eat those sandwiches. She probably did get paid pretty okay, I would hope. It took three years, so they better have fucking paid up because that's that's a lot of time to stretch that out. I I wonder if she gets royalties and stuff. Probably not because she's probably not... She doesn't get writing credit. She probably just has a hired gun. It did say that they added a... Um, let's see. Sony. It said the case was eventually settled, and as a result of the settlement, Sony made an unprecedented request to MTV to add a disclaimer that credited Wash for vocals and Selma Davis for visual visualization. So they deciphered. I guess they added a line that said, "Like this is not the lady that this person sang it, and this person." Is a model. Is a model. <laughs> oh, Martha. Especially since she didn't agree to that. She's not recording these vocals thinking someone else is going to be pretending to sing them oh, for yeah. me. I wonder which That's one happens shitty. first. Because you know the second time it happened, she was like, again? I, ass- hold on. 
gonna make you sweat till you bleed. What? <laughs> I always liked that part. <laughs> Horrifying. <laughs> um, I want you to excrete enough fluid till you excrete another fluid. Strike It Up was February 1991. This song was November 1990. So she did it after this and then it happened again. Or if the second time she was like, look, I know what you motherfuckers are going to do. So you're going to pay me now before I get in the booth. Because <laughs> we all know when these pipes hit a microphone, it's a fucking hit. For sure. Do I need to remind you about two tons of fun? Martha, whoa. We prefer to call it the weather girls around here. Martha, wash me with your voice. Yeah, please. Now I'm interested in the other uh, woman that's in the weather girls and see how many times she's been replaced by another... Uh, Zero times. Physical. I think this lady had the, the better voice. Really? I don't know. I'm just guessing. Just like you, I'm just talking. Bartha Wash was the other lady's name. <laughs> Bartha Wash? Yeah. Gonna make you sweat till you bleed. <laughs> That's so fucking weird. Especially that, since it doesn't sound friendly oh, at all. Does that mean like... You're running another so much and you exercise so hard. You chafe so bad that you bleed. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. I don't know, until you're sweating blood. Sweating blood! All right, we are going to take a break <laughs> and we'll be back. We will. Did you say puff on dank? Puff all day, I thought he said. Oh, okay. Either, either way, it's the same conversation. Whoop, there it is, I'm done. Praise that thing to you. First off, let me say thank you for coming here today. You know that we are in a bind. The whole band is in a bind, and we are very distraught, but we must carry on. So thank you for coming. As you know, our beloved man behind the makeup, King Diamond himself, has passed away. But we have not told the public yet, because he had a massive tour planned. It's a year and a half. We can't cancel that, just because this man dies. You understand. So... We are holding auditions, secret auditions. You signed an NDA, correct? We don't want to have to kill you on the way out. Okay, I see you nodding. I see you nodding. Anyway, we need someone who can pull off the King Diamond vocals for a year and a half tour. Then we will announce that he died. Obviously not the year and a half before. We'll say he died right then. All happy like on stage. Maybe even put it part of the stage show. And then we'll move on with our lives. I'm telling you, we cannot fucking afford this death. So... The band is in the next room, if you would like. I'm so happy you came. I heard your voice is beautiful. That's what I heard on the street. You became very recommended by uh, one of my good friends at Regis Philbin. Yes, my good pal at Regis. Yes. I'm glad he put me in touch with you fellas. Yes, and uh, we are also very glad that he put us in touch with you. Mr. Abraham uh, Goddamn Lincoln, as you said? Yes, correct. All right, Mr. Abraham Goddamn Lincoln. Uh, let us go into the next room and we'll... Uh, Get this rehearsal started. Are you ready to wow us with your vocals? Oh, fuck yeah, buddy. I'm telling you, you're going to be wowed. Great, great. Hold on. Let's just go through this door right here. Okay, there's the microphone. Hey. Just grab it. Yeah. Hey. All right. Okay. Now, Got the it. boys on my cue will play this song, and you just 
to do what to do, right? You yeah. know, it's King yeah. Diamond. Yeah, I got it, man. Don't you worry. I've been a fan for a long, long time. By the way, I noticed you're not perturbed that I am a ex-president who died once. Oh, uh, I was not aware of you. you you're president of what? I, uh, I joke and tell I'm not from America, if that's what you mean. Well, I was an American president, and you cannot tell where you're from because your accent keeps going everywhere. This is Anyway, true. I'm ready whenever you boys are. You just hit the music, and I'll boom, power right in your face. King Demand style. What is this King Demand? Yeah, call it King Demand. It's called the... King Diamond. I know, I'm just a funny guy. Just do the music. It would be my pleasure. Alright, boys. One, two, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, go! Oh, fuck yeah, I can't wait. Oh, you're a pretty good guitar player. Hey, man, just sing! Uh, Alright, I'll shut up. Sorry. Don't pay attention to me. Here we go. Shut up, it was good! No, it wasn't. Do you need to warm up? No, I don't need to warm up. Shut up! Here we go! I was born in a cemetery Give another chance. Here we go. Oh, my God. My only pleasure is to hear you cry. All right, everybody. Stop, stop, now, stop. Oh, my God. Why did we stop? Oh, it was terrible. Why are we done? That was terrible. What is no. happening? Why are you here wasting our time? I'm not wasting anybody's time. Are you okay? I'm okay. What do you mean? I Are thought it sure? was going swimmingly. It, it was not going swimmingly. Oh, it was on. fucking terrible, to be no, honest. No, it was And what was the chitter-chatter in between? I, I don't know. I'm nervous. I'm re- and I'm excited. You've got to stop. Take this seriously. I, I am taking this seriously. I learned all the lyrics. I already had the top hat for the costume. I even showed up in this fucking makeup. I'll give you one more chance, all right? Yeah, all right. One more chance. Now, I know that was merciful fate, so maybe it was a problem for you. Yeah. So we'll move on. We'll do the biggest hit we've got. It's about grandma. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I got All right, boys. Hit it. Oh. Oh, wow. That was a really bad drum intro. That's not correct at all. Don't comment on it. All right, I'll stay in my place. Shut up. All right. Here we go. Big <laughs> Let me touch you, let me feel. You know, that part was always a little weird to me. Like he wants to touch his Just grandma. Stop the music. 
Just stop. It's over? Yes. Because I have one commentary about this fucking no. grandma's home. No, it's not just that one thing. Yeah. It's because you cannot sing. You are terrible. Oh, bullshit. You are a terrible person. Hey, bullshit, man. tell from the look in your eyes, you're not a good man. That's nonsense. You can't tell anything by looking in my stop. fucking eyes. Stop talking to us through the microphone through oh. our own PA. Get out. Oh, put the microphone down and get out. Well, I'll put the microphone down. Just leave. I'll put it down on the fucking Oh, board. my God. You're unruly. Yeah, fuck you. You're unruly. Get out. I'm leaving. Jesus Christ. Sorry, fellas. All right. Send in the next person. I believe his name is uh, Jerry Rocket Launch. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hi. My name's Jerry. I'm sorry I was late, guys. I had to go visit my ESPN and Tommy Boy present Chuck Jams, the hottest crowd-pumping sports jams of all time. Chuck Jams, available at record stores everywhere. You love Chuck. I do not remember that commercial at all like I thought I would. I wonder if it was something that exclusively played on ESPN. Maybe. (laughs) It's funny to think that ESPN gets into like the record game. Hey, you know the songs we play at basketball games constantly? We need to sell that to the general public. Hey, Black Sheep Records, do you want to put this out? No thanks, we're all right. All right, we'll go to Tommy Boy Records. (laughs) All right, welcome back to the podcast. We are here reviewing Jock Jams Volume 1. Yeah, yeah, volume one. I can't wait till we do volume two and then onward and onward. Onward Christian soldiers <laughs> is God damn it. My left eye has been such a problem lately. Well, well you shouldn't rub it when that happens, and you're making it worse when that happens. I'm trying to get shit out it. of it. I think it happens in my right eye all fucking day too. My eyes are just dust collecting magnets. I don't get it. I feel like every day I've got something in both eyes. And I'm just like, Rah! I don't know if it's cat hair. It's cat hair. It's what it is. I just said it and it just made so much fucking sense. Doesn't mean that's what it is. That's what it is. Did you recently pet a cat? I'm always petting cats. Always <laughs> growling and hissing. <laughs> Oliver, you're such a mean bastard. Uh, they're both mean. One is way meaner. Because the other one was mean. No. <laughs> Oliver's just a fucking pussy. He is. But that doesn't mean he should get his ass kicked. And he doesn't get his ass kicked. Yes, he does. Someone wants to play with him, and he's like, I will not play with yeah. you. Half the time, the other half the time, it's a straight fucking right jab to the fucking face. Like, fuck you, nerd. And it's not but hard. Bah, the ones I see are. I, I see him run up behind him and kind of like tap the back of his oh, legs. fuck. I see him drill him in the head like it's fucking UFC. Maybe because he's already been crying at him like a little bitch and yeah, he's like leave me alone and he's so like i'll give you something to f- okay <laughs> you're a bully you're describing a bully. you know for a fact no you know for a fact that he doesn't even have to do anything he just has to exist near him for that's oliver true. to growl that's true so maybe he gets tired of him being a little bitch so he goes up and he's like bam yeah he shouldn't do that part he should know morals of the human yeah. Uh, standards. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> and not be an animal. 
and a cat, which are very animalistic. And mean in general and just like to kill things for fun. That's why I love them. <laughs> I love them when moths and bugs fly in at nighttime. Oh, they definitely take care of them. And they kill them fast. It's nice that we it's don't have to very do anything nice. about it. <laughs> because and it lets them have a good time. Immediately, they are just Especially Wayne. on it. Wayne's been... He's the hunter of the croup. Paul croup? was the croup. hunter before Wayne, but Wayne's so crazy. He's wild. He's a fucking nut bar. I like him. He's Let's fun. Let's jocking and jamming. I need to get back into this. I got to dance. I Okay. I, gotta, I didn't expect that from you at all. I've got an itch in my ass that needs to be jock jammed out. Sounds like you need powder. See, the secret is here since I got an itchy ass, which I don't actually. I'm just doing this for a bit. And itchy ass, if you start playing the jock jams music, I can start moving back and forth and using my foot bone to scratch my ass inconspicuously. You know the best way to get rid of... Uh, clean your ass. Yeah. <laughs> I don't actually have an itchy ass. I don't believe that. Let's get back into this album with uh, one of the most known groups on here, I would say. Here is Naughty by Nature with Hip Hop Hooray. Definitely one of the no- most known names artist-wise. And a huge hit this song was. You got some Peter Gabriel in the beginning. <laughs> Is that actually Peter Gabriel? No. <laughs> you had me going. I was gullible on the Peter Gabriel. Can you turn this up just a slight bit? Thank you. Is this the, I believe my brother had the Naughty by Nature album. Along with an album by a band called Brand Nubian. I don't know why it says this in their Wikipedia page. It says that Rita Wilson, actor, singer, and wife of Tom Hanks, while in Australia recovering from a bout with COVID-19, submitted a social media clip of herself performing this song. She later collaborated with members of Naughty by Nature to produce a remix of the song that posted on YouTube to support a campaign, Music Cares COVID-19 Relief Fund. So that means there's a... That sounds pretty lame. <laughs> it sounds really lame, but you know what wasn't lame? When uh, those photographers almost like, well, they like pushed Rita Wilson and then Tom Hanks got all tough man. And he was like, hey, back the fuck up. And I was just like, oh, my. <laughs> I didn't think you liked when dudes did that. There's something animalistic about a man protecting his woman. He didn't do anything mean. He wasn't, like, overly aggressive. He just said, hey. He barked a little bit. Hey, motherfucker. I was just like, yeah, you do that. You take care of your woman. I like that. Good old Tommy Hanks. Old Tom Hanks. He's got wonderful children, both of them. Only both? Well, I don't know how many kids Aren't he's there got. Multiple. I was trying to make a generic, real shitty joke about that rapper kid that he's got. Chet Hanks. Chet's his name. It's Chet. I don't know anything about him. Is he actually a fucking turd? I mean, I believe so. Everything about him guy. seems like that. He appropriates Jamaican culture in his music. Badly. Yeah. Like says he's from Jamaica, or he's just a fan of Rasta sounds, so he did that. Uh, he leans into it hard, like he's a Jamaican. Like snow. Like more than snow. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I was going to say I'm interested, but I'm not interested at all. I wonder I do if not care. anything has even been released. I mean, I assume so. By Chet Hanks? 
Does he go by? Oh yeah, he did that white boy summer song. White boy summer? Uh huh. That doesn't sound fun. That was from last year. Yeah, he came out with White Boy Summer. We'll listen to it. Don't no, worry. No. White Boy Summer includes sunscreen, hot dogs, and Bud Light. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Freudenfest was a thing that the German town near us puts on every year. German celebration. And uh, it's been another year of never having gone in my entire life. <laughs> I was going to say, for the 36th year in a row, I have not gone. Never been. Even though I think I would enjoy it. It's just too hot and too many people. I missed my window of being able to enjoy it with not drinking. The thought of going to a bunch of fucking drunks in the hot weather and a bunch of people is just like, oh, did you just make a list of things Sam does not want to go to? <laughs> Agreed, and I still drink. <laughs> now... The fact that they have, like, I think they get, uh, like, imports of other beers and, like, dark beers and German beers and stuff. It's not a lot. I read it's the beer list. What? It's not, like, what you'd think. They had, like, that Rheingeist company was there this year, well, which is a more local. Special. I know. A lot of times it's... I'm out. I'm out even more now. It's just, like, Warsteiner, and then there are a couple lighter ones that are still... German style, I think. Like, oh, I can get those at fucking Kroger, man. I can get those at the store. Probably. I can go get Dunkel right now and recharge my alcoholism real good. Real good. Are you okay? Do I need a Tom Hanks the chair? Something just happened. Yeah, I get these, uh, I have endometriosis, so I get oh, these sharp stabbing pains in my taint sometimes. Oh. You leave my wife alone, Tate! <laughs> You endometriosis, keep my wife's name out your yeah, fucking mouth. Yeah, keep my wife's uh, something out of the pussy. My cul-de-sac. That works. I just said pussy for the first time I think ever on the podcast, and I've said it twice now. Doesn't feel good coming out of my mouth. You don't usually use that word in any no. sense. I'll say pussy if someone's being a wuss. Yeah. I'll say pussy for wussy, but I'm not like, eh, pussy. <laughs> Like my pussy. <laughs> you do say that though, so that's weird that you don't normally you say that word. But I say mid, pussy mid coitus. Yeah, you're always like Michelle, lick my pussy <laughs> all the time, mid coitus. Every time, every oh single God. time. That would shut things down real quick. <laughs> Speaking of shutting things down real quick, let's let's check out this white boy summer by Chet bag. Hanks. Oh, lay it on me, Chanks. I don't know. Already hated. I don't know that this is his Jamaican thing. He may have just done that for a little bit. It can still sound like this and Sam think it's the worst thing to exist. Yeah, so he just did a thing. Oh, Jesus Christ. I hate how nobody finishes words anymore. Huh? Oh, he's going Jamaican. It's all right, though. It's influences. Maybe he's really a Jamaican artist, and it's just influences. It's just like Eminem being a rapper. But he is. Yeah, because he liked black people doing it, so he took that and did it. And then got more money than most of them doing it. He also had a song because called He's White. Damn. He has short songs. They're only a little over two minutes long. Old Chetty? Yeah. 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 
Fucking hate that tone. Hate it. Yeah, I cannot get into music like this. No. At all. This it's, is when I was a dick. Wish I was a dictator and could murder them for making music like this. It's just interesting when people make music that sounds like they don't even like what they're doing and they sound they don't bored. Be there. Hey. And it's not like you're tapping hey. into some deeper emotion, well, yeah. so obviously you're not going to sound happy. That's that. That comes across as boredom and disinterest. Bored. Yep. It's like, why am I supposed to like this if you can't even like it yourself? You're taking me to Snooze Town. Taking me to Snooze Town. In so, a way, I don't want to go. Well, let's go in the opposite direction. Let's, uh, M-A-R-R-S. Let's bump up the volume. Never remembered this fucking I beginning. would say that this song... I'm kind of familiar with it, like, but as far as the song itself, I feel like this is one I'm much less more, like, my familiarity is a lot lower than a lot of the other songs on this. I'm familiar only with the pump up the volume, pump yeah. up the volume parts. Other than that, like, this weird 80s cowboy thing that's going on, don't know until it gets to here. Yeah, just the couple of the just a, sisters just and the pump up, up the volume. volume. Pump up the volume. That is absolutely it. So the fact Other that this that, is a full song. It's a horrible song that was inspired by an alarm clock. Yeah, and this is a four-minute song. So there's also no real Substance? lyric. It's like not a song. It's just like a collection of noises rammed together in a line. There's no lyrical drive. I think it's mostly just loops again it's just another one of those songs but the other one at least was a little more interesting this one's this one sounds cheap too this one sounds thin and it just has a lot of random weird sounds it just sounds really thrown together and not (laughs) as much of a cohesive hit so it's weird that this would be chosen also because this is a song i'm not familiar with hearing at sporting events or anything that lines up with that at all never this is table's so wobbly yeah it is it sounds like someone got a new synth keyboard and wrote this like day two. Like, oh, check out all these things it can do. So this is this is M A R R S, but it's like M forward slash A forward slash R forward slash R forward slash S. It's obnoxious. I wonder if it's four. Five people, M A R R S. I wonder if it's five people and all of their names begin with those letters. So then they just, hey, our name spells out Mars if we do it this way. So this song is from 1987, so that is why it sounds. Sounds chintzy? As much as it is. Yeah, it sounds very cheap. I agree with that. Did I just realize that chintzy is a uh, derogatory word? Probably. I don't say it. God damn, growing up in this area and not realizing how many uh, verbal things are just related to uh, racism. <laughs> uh, maybe it's not. Chintzy is a British word. It means cheap and of okay, poor quality. good. Chintzy. I can keep saying it. Brighten the room with fresh paint and chintzy fabrics. <laughs> Only... F- yeah. I didn't know if it was like... Chinese? Chin? Yeah, 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 yeah. No. But it sounds 
<laughs> it sounds like it's something you shouldn't say. Yeah, it does. But I'm saying it from now on. And uh, when people call me on it, which they never will and never have done. Not around say, here. I will say, it's British, goddammit. Uh, this song is on the album when I was listening to it. The first, second, and however many times I listened to it. Is when it's like, Jesus Christ, how is this? This is exhausting. This, this one feels really long. I agree. Yeah. It feels like a lot. And it's just a bunch of random sounds, like I said. So it's... Ugh, there's just too much going on. And nothing going on at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing engaging going on. No, it's just the a bunch only, of bullshit. The best part is the lady going, pump up the volume, pump up the volume. Brothers and sisters! It's the only parts that are worth anything. I agree. Other than that, it just has like this weird... Almost like David Byrne was just fucking around one day and just like threw it in the trash and somebody picked it up and was like, it's gold, but it's clearly not. Pump up the volume. Pump up the volume. No. I say turn it back down. No. Yes. No. You're not going to turn it down? I'm not going to do anything that people ask me to do in Jock Jam songs. Even if it directly contradicts what they just asked me to do. Like what just happened. I'm not going to pop up the volume, and I'm not going to turn it down. Well, they, they never instructed you to turn it down, oh. so... Oh, shit. That I don't was know just what's going me. on. Uh, clearly, you're just talking. Because it's a podcast, I and you... if you don't talk, it's silent. I remember. I... Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. No. <laughs> For a couple reasons, just no. Cameras? And cameras. No audio. Cameras got the power. Sam, and what can... a dyne, And what a change that would be in our relationship. Do you start hitting me? Just the even just one hit, everything would be turned upside down. It certainly would, <laughs> unless I liked it. <laughs> Maybe I was like, "Oh, this whole time, I guess I just needed to be put in my place." <laughs> I'd you've say just wanted, like that. You've always wanted to be a submissive wife. Yes, this whole time I just needed it to be done the right way. <laughs> I didn't know it because it hadn't been shown to me right. But once you get it, once you lay your hand on me for the first time, it's going to set me straight. That sounded like also like you finding lesbianism potentially. <laughs> what? <laughs> the, I, it the, hadn't been done right. <laughs> the back of your hand against my face is not going to make poon taste good to me. Poon don't taste good to me. Poon don't taste good to me. I don't like poon. Poon is gross. <laughs> if I could cut mine off and throw it away, I would. I'd have, I'd prefer to have, so you just have a no hole? genitalia. <laughs> Stitched up, just nothing. A little tube that comes out for waste. I want to be anatomically a Kendall. <laughs> I'm Alan Rickman. Of course, your Alan Rickman impression has gotten better and better. <laughs> <laughs> My confidence is higher for some reason because I just don't care about how bad it is. That's the key to impressions. Key. Next song. <sighs> God, how many more we have? We have a good handful Jesus left. Um, let's come back in with Snap, the power. Snap. Now let me see who's singing this. If, if it's her again, this woman deserves many, many awards. And who, who actually? 
silence. I'm trying to find this information of who's actually singing it. Oh my god, did it happen again, but with a different person? Of course it happened again. There's no skinny bitch that has that type of voice. It says here... There's too much to read for me to want to get into this. Um, Yeah, there's a whole fucking book sitting over there. So it says that they used someone named Jocelyn Brown's vocals, and she said that it was an unauthorized sampling of her vocals, but then they also had additional vocals by someone named Penny Ford. Okay. Who is from Cincinnati, Ohio. Oh. Old Penny. I don't really know much else about it. This song is a weird sounding. Do you know what year this came out? 80 something? It's got 1990. What? January 3rd, 1990. Okay, so still seeping in the 80s. It was recorded in the 80s. Yeah. I'm uh, not into this song very much at all. But I've got to say, by the time this all these rest last half of the songs, I'm just like... Oh boy! It's another song I'm not super familiar with, other than just the, the one part, the right? little like breakdown right here. Yep. And then the, I got the power, and that's it. And then it fades out on everything we've ever heard. Like you never get the guy being like, <laughs> you know, the worst part of the song. They definitely use the strongest parts, but it's interesting that songs like this. And I'm not saying they don't still exist. I just don't listen to music like this currently. Just so little is happening that it seems like there's so there's so much musically. There's just different sounds and things. But at the same time, nothing is happening. This song contributes in no way to music other than just being backing music to take just sections out at uh, ball games, essentially. Or I could see this being a like a dance thing going on, and by that I mean like a dance class almost. Like, hey, we need to work on form and stuff, or like get choreography, like learn how to dance like break dance style. I think you would loop this song over and over and over and over. That makes sense. It's got a real like like it doesn't have a lot of lyrics and shit, so you can like interpret a lot of stuff and like. Just keep going. It just seems like a lot of these songs aren't going to be included in more reputable, uh, I guess, like idealistically put together compilations of these songs were like important. No. This is just like, yeah, this is music that can be played. This exists. Mind numbingly. (laughs) It's just, it's that constant repetitive groove that's easy for getting people energized for a little bit right when you use it in short little blips then yeah i do believe it is much more than this because this just draws it out and exhausts you just like sprinting real fast feels much better than actually running a mile it does maybe it feels better i thought they both were miserable (laughs) i don't know getting someplace fast real real quick versus i'm just gonna run a whole mile I haven't had to run a mile since I was t- doing president president's physical fitness. In, I'll uh, tell you this right now: I've never in my life oh, ran a mile. Okay. All right, I've never ran the mile either. I've started running and walked, 
I've ran, I've probably ran a mile, cons- like, if you, like, pull out all of the times that I actually ran during that. But a lot of the times, I was one of the people in the back. Me too. Walking. But I wasn't an asshole about it. When I got the energy to pick it up and go, I would go. Oh, you didn't just... I didn't just I'm walk the just end. I'm just gonna walk. Correct. And I'm just gonna make this miserable for the teacher. I thought that was shitty because then the teacher just had to wait, and then by the end they were just like, "Come on, come on, come on" to people, and then people would still just be just walk out of my fuck off. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, you can't make me run. One time uh, I. Uh, so I didn't do that. One time I didn't want to do it so badly that I started running and I just took off really fast, like I wanted to like, really do it, and then I on purpose kicked my legs out. And uh, skin the shit out of my knees and shin on the black little pea gravel that they had that we were running on. So I could uh, go to the nurse's office and not have to run the mile. <laughs> and I started my period like that day. No once way. When we had to run the mile. And I remember I was in so much fucking pain. <clears throat> I can't remember if I was able to get out of like half of it. And they like let me stop. Yeah. But I remember it just being a really awful experience. Don't mind that. My finger just hit the wrong thing. <laughs> and it went back halfway into the song. And oh, we're listening to it again. What, one of the <laughs> biggest duds <laughs> on this? <laughs> Let's keep it going with another song that I think does fit into the category of this, but I think it also fits into the category of being an actual song. Let's listen to EMF Unbelievable. Plus, we have that... Uh, Andrew Dice Clay. That's what it is. Isn't that what it is? Oh my god, I think it is. Maybe it's not, but I always thought oh. it was. I have no idea. You're me with your questions. I know that this is definitely way more of a song than anything that we've listened to. Well, not anything, but it's one of the more songs on this I, little comp. Yeah, British band EMF. I don't and, think uh, they did anything other than this. And I never that, noticed. How many fucking much cowbells at the beginning? This is Andrew Dice Clay. It says the song contains samples of U.S. comedian Andrew Dice Clay and of a Black Panther Party member shouting "What the fuck?" What the fuck? That's what that is. What the fuck? Holy shit! I never knew that that's what was going on. So it's just a combination of Andrew Dice Clay and the Black Panther Party, which is hilarious. (laughs) I had no idea. Uh, this guy's voice makes me think he looks like the guy from Radiohead. Uh huh. I don't know what that guy's name is, but Tom York. Tom York. I just got a piercing pain through my right eye. Holy God! Sinus headaches are the worst, man. I'm having a rough time. It's been a rough week. I'd say an entire week. It's been a rough life, Michelle. Well, it has, but <laughs> I can at least find pieces that haven't been as bad. I can acknowledge the the sunshine attitude. I've always been able to look on the bright side of life. (laughs) That seems very sarcastic. Yes and no. I think that when it comes to other people, I'm often a cheerleader and I'm pretty positive for others. Yeah. You hate yourself more than anything. Oh, I'm. (laughs) I'm I made because I started doing. I started working in a different system, which this doesn't mean anything to you guys at work. Uh, and I've made a couple mistakes like everyone does when you're brand new at something. Um, and as soon as that happens, I immediately just beat myself up so hard. I'm just like, you're such a piece of shit. Everyone's going to look at you and be like, you suck. I thought we, we thought you were supposed to be good. And like, I just 
I beat myself up. I'm really hard. I can even acknowledge, even though I think I maybe deserve it, because I hate myself, I also can acknowledge that I am a little unfair to myself versus how I would treat someone else. Agreed. <laughs> what the fuck? Right? Right? What the fuck? What the You're fuck? so unbelievable. You're so unbelievable. Hey, man. What you doing, dude? It's a British surfer. You're burning me with your questions. It's going to make your lies. It's, it's that very... It's almost like the 90s version of that mumble rap, but it's not rap. Oh, it's just being yeah. like, I don't really care, and I'm not putting any effort into it. But I'm so California. Even though he's not, he's British. Does, uh, English, does EMF stand for English motherfuckers? That's my take on that one. Or eccentric millionaire frauds. Or electromagnetic fuckwad. That's probably what it is, right? Band name. Epsom Mad Funkers. That's, that was my next guess. And then you came in and cut in. I, to be frank, you cut in. They funk with Epsom salt. <laughs> that is how I am... Epsom salt, so funny. That's how I'm taking it. It's good stuff. I know. It's just such a weird name to me. I've always thought Epsom, Epsom? salt was so Probably strange. someone's name. Epsom? Well, oh, Jimmy Epsom. Here we are at a song that is hugely popular. This is probably one of the most popular songs on here. So popular that our great 46th president, Donald Trump, Used this song constantly, danced like a pro. Let's go ahead and hit it with uh, YMCA by Village People. Okay, when this when this started popping off, when I listened the first time, I was like, okay, to the album end, and it just moved on to like a different mix because this song makes no sense to me being on the Jock Jams thing. It doesn't fit in this. Style. Well, it's definitely not in the same time frame. No, not at all. Uh, nowhere near. But it's a, it's a song that they play at games, so it does... It fits. Man, this song's been being listened to for a long time in my life. It's been around my entire life. It's a, village people have been around my entire life. It's a fun song. But I want to know... Okay, this... Okay. I, I'm going to break this down. What the fuck were YMCA's back in the day? Because oh, they were I hear way different. you could stay there and stuff. Here, yeah, you could stay there. You could get a meal. Yeah. Like, what was a YMCA back in the day? There was like an actual youth center. Like they took youths in. I think if you were having like a rough time or needed a place to stay or something like that, they actually like took care of you. So these are like gay boys who were kicked out of the house and didn't really have anywhere to go. <laughs> so they were able to be taken in at the YMCA. I don't know if you have to be gay, but sure. Well, I mean, I'm talking about their story, I assume. They are gay men. All of the village people were gay? I, mean, I thought they were one of those people that like one of them were gay. And then maybe the other guys were just like, I just get money. Let's see. Because these dudes were fucked. Well, they definitely targeted a gay art oh, audience. Oh, sure. I mean, they get, they get credited to being gay all the time. I just didn't know if they were all actually gay. Um, and one of the few artists on this compilation that uh, have had more than one huge hit. Oh, absolutely. Macho Man? Yeah, fucking Macho Man. 
YMCA were one of those bands that I used to put on my little record player because we had like the YMCA single. And yep. But I remember learning it like this. Y M C look you put your arms down like it was an M. It makes sense, but that's not as Yeah. But it makes way more sense to go, ah, and then to the head. I feel like if you're well if you're in a crowd of people, you, it's not as easy to go up yeah, and down. These are just keep here. everything on top. And it's less invasive, I guess, to hitting people on the sides. I just did the Macarena. I didn't realize I still knew it. I don't know how you could forget it. Cultural staple. Cultural staple. I agree. More so than staples. I haven't seen a staples in a long time. I would say that this is more prevalent and prominent than the staples. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Even YMCA's in general, they're still uh, popular in people's towns, right? Still going in our town. That's the only thing I have to compare it to. What did, do you think it was Youth Minister Council Association? I think you should look it up and not ask me. Right. Well, I'm asking you your guess. No, I'm going to say no. Oh, my God. You're not going to guess? I'm going to guess that you're wrong. Okay, you don't want to guess? No, I don't care. Do. Young Men's Christian Association. I didn't know it had anything to do with Christians. Well, maybe that's why they used to give people a place to stay, and then when they got rid of crass, they stopped being crass-like. Maybe so. I still think it stands for that. It's a welfare movement that began in London. A hostel or recreational facility. Bam. And it's just become a recreational facility. No, it's just become a place to go swim and play basketball. Mm-hmm. Or work out. Yeah, get shredded, bro. For Christ. <laughs> you want me to get shredded, Michelle? Sure, as long as I can eat shredded cheese at the same time. <laughs> You're, you've been dancing the whole time to the YMCA. It's fun. If any song's going to really uh, get me going, I guess this is one of them. There are a lot that don't. There are many on here that I understand that that's the purpose. And there might be parts of the song that's like, yeah, I know that. Nah. But not that actually get me moving. There aren't a, a ton of songs on this for me personally. I can't speak for everyone else. For I mean, for me, just like I'm sure it is you, this is more exhausting than it is uplifting. Oh, absolutely. And the cool the, the reason YMCA works for me is I'm not a big fan of like 80s and 90s dance music because it gets in like computer techno sound and like you know that kind of shit. Dance music in the 60s and 70s was still like horns and tambourines and bands playing so like while that's a dance song it sounds like a band you know what i mean i think the main reason why this is also exhausting is because typically in albums you have slower tempo songs which kind of lull the energy which is needed because you kind of go more on a journey versus just everything being up here at 10 the entire fucking album that that is exhausting K and B. <laughs> I understand that you listen to a lot of music that's very exhausting to me. Let's we have th- in different ways. We have three more songs. Jesus. Let's get through this. 
first with Pump Up the Jam by Technotronic. This is also a song that has not left my uh, rotation as far as when I decide to listen to 90s music. I welcome this song. So you're a, you're a general fan. Pump up the jam, pump it up. Why you feet are stumping? And the fan. <laughs> He's got a very like New York Bronxy uh-huh. thing going on. Pump up the jam, pump it up. Party. Oh, this part. I like that part. <laughs> it's good. Now here's where I can't take these fucking hi-hat noises. Make my day. 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 So the other day, we were putting an install on some vinyl on this car, and the people who owned the building were playing country, but it was like new country. So it was like, it was like that techno country bullshit. And some hi-hats came in. You know how I'm always complaining about fake hi-hats. So I said something about it. Like, ugh, fake hi-hats. And Jimmy goes, you're always talking about fucking hi-hats. <laughs> like, well, at least I'm consistent in the things I don't like. <laughs> That's funny. I like that noise right there. It's just so grating on my ears. So this is the guy who's been listening to nothing but King Doctor for a fucking week. I understand I'm a strange bird. It's a different sound, though. You're still consistent in what you're saying by listening to King Diamond. True, they're not it's using all real hi-hats on that. <laughs> but his shrill voice is just as grating. I think it's because it's real. I'm like, I'm like okay, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm cheese grating. You're, you just can't stop talking about cheese. I'm shredded. I'm grating. I'm, I'm sliced. I am blocked. Brr, I'm blocked, Cheeseman. I'm whizzed. No. <laughs> no. Not a cheese whiz fan. That stuff is disgusting. Yeah, it's always been gross to me. I don't even like melted like nacho cheese really that much. So I don't think that that's very good. But I would eat nacho cheese over over cheese whiz any day. Oh God, yes. Anything that's spreadable any cheese that's spreadable at room temperature <laughs> something's wrong but isn't rotten isn't it just like mostly oil probably probably mostly oil and like cheese grinded together mm, sawdust if it's even cheese sawdust they put sawdust in cheese that's what yeah. helps uh that's why you shouldn't buy pre-shredded cheese you should shred it yourself because it's part of the chemicals that they use to keep things from sticking together they use this is actual sawdust yes they use wood. I'm not kidding. We can ingest wood. It's fine. It's organic. It's true. But a lot of people just don't like it. I, just, I don't want to ingest bits of wood. In my mind, it's just millions of tiny microscopic splinters mm-hmm. going into my fucking throat. Yeah, saying more. Give me more sawdust. Cheese. So, like, when you listen to this song, you still keep listening? You don't, like, feel like, yeah, that was good enough. Move on. I would typically not listen to the whole song. Okay. Because, like, this part is just exhausting. It reminds me of Reanimate Your Feet. Just general. Plus, it has those, like, techno dance songs. There's, like, cricket sounds in the night. Yeah, that's that fake hi hat. 
It's exhausting. That's also exhausting because it sounds like nighttime. I need to go to bed. It's trying to be like open hi hats on the. And it's rough for me. I like this part though, so I'm back in. Pump up the jam, pump it up. Cause she has that attitude. I like it. That's a fucking attitude, and it's cool too because like this is a time where they're not just gonna loop it. Like they could have just recorded her doing this once. Now, oh yeah, making a song now, just like copied and pasted her, and they would have done that, and then maybe been like, ah, give me one different one right here. This is when she actually had to sit in the studio and each time do it. And you're going to have a different attitude inflection. And you're probably going to get to a point where you're like, I'm raising the attitude each time. And you can actually go on like a journey of attitude. (sighs) Making her day will be getting my booty on the floor. I like it. This is probably the longest song on the list, though. This is over five minutes long. Well, it's a good thing it's one of the more tolerable ones. Yeah, I think it is the longest. I'm going to let this play into the next song since we only do have a couple more songs going. I'll actually continue just playing it. Um, This is Twilight Zone by 2Unlimited. 2Unlimited also did that... uh, The first track that we listened to. Get ready for this. This straight up sounds like Mortal Kombat to me. Finish him. <laughs> Fight. Belgian Dutch Euro Dance Band 2 Unlimited. Horrible. This is another song that I, I don't remember. Does this have lyrics? I can't I remember. I don't remember, but everything about these sounds is just not my style. This was a worldwide hit in many com- countries. Not surprised. But a lot here, of people like a lot of terrible things. Here, it only made it to number 49 on the Hot Dance Club play chart. Not surprised. You're not going to hear fucking... This would not have gone to number don't one. Don't go to dance clubs. So this does have some lyrics, but I don't know what's going on. It's just Ecstasy, that's what's going on. This is MDMA shit right here. No, I don't. I don't want more. You want more. more? More you get. No, thanks. If I want less, can I get less? No, you only get more. That's Michael Jackson. I don't think so. Like, literally in studio, they got him in there. <laughs> not just the same sample over and over and over again. I do not believe that is the case. Oh, yeah, this part. And this part is so fucking nice. This song is not good. It just seems so cheap and so, like, lame. It's just lame. Um, I would walk into a party and hear this and be like, well, gotta go. <laughs> I, this it, is what's going to be on all night. Cannot be. If this, if it were, like, a house party and you walked inside and they're like, here, grab a drink. I'd be like, all right, grabbing drinks. Going outside and seeing what's going on outside where the music is not. (laughs) So hanging out with people around a fire who don't want to hear the stuff inside. Uh Be like, oh, I'm with people who are more like me. None of us want to hear this shit. It's just exhausting. It's just exhausting. And this song offers nothing to me. This is like the shit that Scotty Too Hottie would listen to. When he he came out and like went to college, 
Oh, this is what see, I know him as listening to that monk music, that oh. chant music. Well, he gave me a ride back and forth from some fucking thing. It was shit like this. It became this. Just like, what do you want? You drive around listening? I understand being out in the club and trying to get your dick sucked, maybe tolerating this. I mean, I personally wouldn't, but Scotty Too Hotty, your lifestyle might attribute to that. But driving around midday and you're Lincoln? <laughs> listening to this is I not had working. that issue with a friend once who he liked uh, like rave music and dance music and he would play it in his vehicle and I would have to ask him to turn it down because <laughs> Jason yeah because it would it would make my head hurt yes. and he would also people who listen to shit like this they like Blast want it. they want it turned up but they also turn the bass up like they want to feel, feel it, it. Yeah. and and when you're not enjoying it and they're forcing you to feel it too feeling it is painful straight up I can get a headache from shit like that too easily and I do deal with um Music exhaustion, oh, like yeah. or, like sound exhaustion. Oh yeah, for sure. If I go to a concert, I am like, I feel like I got my ass kicked afterwards. Out. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it literally. No, we'll just stop that. <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing. Uh, there's like 20 seconds left. It can. We're okay. Good. Glad to hear it stopped. Do you remember Scotty Too Hotty's car had that little pull-out tray thing that you could roll like, joints on? <laughs> no, I just remember it being like an old. Like an Oldsmobile or like something. It was like an old yeah. grandma car. Yeah, and it had some one like weird little tray thing that was on a hinge. It was part of the car. He didn't just make it. Oh, we, we always just smoked bowls. <laughs> well, I, I meant more you could break stuff up on it and do whatever you wanted on it. Well, I remember one time. For was, us, it was going back and forth from Bloomington to Batesville, and that's almost two hours. Yeah. So it was just lost He was like, bowls. get something ready. And he just like pulled out this like tray that just extended out from it. And I was like, whoa, can we stop listening to this terrible music? I remember saying something. Like, I used to go over to his apartment when I was in college for the short amount of time I was there and watch South Park with him. <laughs> he used to come over to the house and uh, make me angry and we would get in verbal fights. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he is a hard person to handle. <laughs> yeah. He got worse and worse and worse. Yeah. That sucks. I, mean, he was, I enjoyed him so much. One of the very few rare people that I would actually get into it verbally with. Like, what the fuck did you just say? Because he would just be mean. Yeah. He would get nasty and oh, hateful. Yeah. And that's a situation where he would say that is it was based on what he was consuming. And I've talked about it before on this podcast, so I'm not going to go into it too much. But the idea to me of having different emotional reactions to the color of booze that you consume or the, the type of booze that you consume is weird to me. Like whiskey makes me mean or yeah. like tequila makes me Goofy. crazy yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't really feel like I had that differentiation. I don't know if I ever had that either. I, I look at it in the grand scheme of things. Well, if you know it makes you be an asshole, then you get no right to make that as the excuse because you still chose to do that. So you were still a fucking asshole. It can be the reasoning, <laughs> but it's not going to make anything better. No. It's not like, oh, fact, okay. It makes me more angry because you know that it makes you do that and you still fucking did it. It's like when so when someone does something and they're like, I was drunk. It's like that Don't literally, that, is, that does not smooth anything over no, for me. it makes me more angry. If anything, yeah, it makes me more angry because you are trying to push off the blame. Yeah on something else when it was you making the choice the entire time absolutely fuck off <laughs> yeah. like you still did it like just be it, like you get drunk and you break laws that doesn't mean you didn't break the law you right. still get in trouble it's not just omitted because oh i was drunk and i've all, i've never been so drunk 
and I've I've been very very drunk before that my general morals didn't change. Do you know what I mean? Like oh, absolutely. Never in my life have I ever just become a different person yeah. drinking. Yeah, that's why it's not. I don't think it's the drink. There's something in you. It's just that your uh, inhibitions fell, and that you don't care about the consequences. So now you're doing what you always wanted to do. <laughs> Or something in your brain, whether it was necessarily your choice or not. Uh-huh. It was already in you. Yep. It's just that the substance took down the wall that is usually there to make you not do that. And you chose that substance every time you put it in your body. Uh-huh. So you can't blame it on something. Oh, oh, I was drunk. Okay. Then so don't who, do that. who chose to drink? Who yeah. physically did it? You did. Yeah. It's all on you. And usually when somebody says that, it's like the 48th time they've had to say that. So like. By number three, you don't get that excuse anymore. You know it makes you be a fuckwad. Stop doing it. <laughs> it's so different with alcohol versus any other drug because oh, yeah. alcohol is just, it's just praised. It's accepted, celebratory. You it's see the commercials and drug ads. addiction. If you're addicted to anything else, you're a piece of shit scum. If you're an alcoholic, you're just one of the good old boys. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Everybody just likes to unwind with seven beers every night. <laughs> All right, we have one more song, and it's, I mean, let's just get right into this. We don't even have to mess around, even though this man did absolutely mess around. Here is Rock and Roll Part 2 by Gary Glitter. Oh, boy. Piece of shit. That's That's the poor child, the sound of a poor child being molested by Gary Glitter. I so we've talked previously about the uh, the Gary Glitter babysitter service and it's still on the table. It could have already happened, but it's uh, when I actually I knew that Gary Glitter did bad things and was disgraced, but I didn't know how bad it was. Yeah, maybe you could put Gary Glitter babysitter to the side. <laughs> well, no, I said I want it to be a different. I told you about it, but I'll talk to you oh, about yeah, it again. I remember. A uh, different angle, but yeah. So first, he was caught with child pornography, which is what you remembered him for. Yeah, that's what I remember. I remember multiple counts of it. But then there were, well, there were like three, two or three different kids that he got in trouble for uh, doing things to, Jesus. like twelve-year-olds, dude. It's fucking crazy. I remember him like. So he is absolutely garbage. I remember him getting in trouble in like one country for that shit, and then he like fled to another country and got trouble there too and he has since uh, made a lot of money when this song was used in the joker movie when joaquin oh, phoenix was man. slow motion dancing down the stairs that sucks because he's such a piece of shit it made him like hundreds of thousands of dollars for them using his song to buy more things to look at children naked yeah <laughs> oh, piece of shit but it's it's undeniable that this is a song that you're at least growing up Oh, we this, heard this every fucking sporting this event. Screams sporting event. This, this is the sporting event song. This also screams, "Get off me, old man!" Oh, but I remember finding out about all that shit when I was like in high school because it was going on then. Okay. And when this song would play, I would be like, "You fucks, kids!" I didn't know anything about that. Naked kids. Like I would just make. I don't think I knew he fucked kids at the time, so I probably didn't say he fucked kids, but I would just say something like based on but what he's he was like into. Getting tongue child pornography. Because that's the way. That's, I think at the time I found out about it, he wasn't caught on the actual assaulting children yet. I think he was just like on his second round of being caught for child pornography. But that's it's fucking awful. That's horrible. And it sucks that like he's going to forever get paid on this song, and this mm-hmm. song always gets used. 
It's not a bad song. Like, for what it is, it's good for what it is. Oh, it gets you going. God damn that, that it. Tom? That's why it's unfortunate. That Tom. It's a backbeat. It, it just makes you, like, like pumped. It, like, moves you. And it makes you want to do your fist like this. It's, it's the drum tones. It's the way everything sounds. It has a big sound to it while also being simplistic. And nice and short. The song is already over. Mm-hmm. And it, I would consider it not a dance song, but, you know, like uh, a club. It's not a club song, but like a... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm making the point again that I think I'm okay, way more okay with it because it's not 80s, 90s computer sounds and like samples and stuff. It's a band playing. Mm-hmm. It sounds good. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can hate Gary Glitter, but I... And please do. Yeah, I would advise that that's the right choice in the matter, but that song is also... it's It's always sucks when bad it's, people are able to do good things. Right? It's like, because, how do we figure out to not let him be paid from that song? But, like, legally, you kind of can't because he no. made the fucking song. Mm-hmm. And if we take that away from him, then that's a precedence to take other things away from people that like when where does that end you know so you just got to leave it alone and pay the fucking guy if only people were just more simple and they were all good or all bad then it would just be much easier <laughs> to just exist. be like all you bad people go over here but that's it's not how it is nope we're fucking multi-layered and <laughs> it's terrible but luckily at this point we are finished listening to gary glitter we're also finished with listening to jack jams volume one we are to the part of the podcast where it is time for us to go over some of those things that some people in this room like to call questions one of our better ones that was fun right. we need to do a white stripes thing and you just play like just a simple. tom and a snare i'd be fine with that <laughs> we gotta give us a go yeah. <laughs> all right so i would love to be able to tour with you because it'd be so much easier <laughs> just be us just be us and just like the hardest thing about being on the road is like when i want to see you like like when i'm working and i'm doing stuff you know it's just like when i'm here like you're I'm always you're always on my brain, but like you're not the first thing on my brain. I'm like at task. But yeah. then when I like find some downtime, I'm like, yeah, fuck. Yeah, my first thought is always Michelle and she's not here right now. We also travel well together. I so. would say so. Especially uh, since I stopped drinking. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think that that's uh it's fine. <laughs> So why did I choose this? Like I said, I think at the end of the last episode I have been wanting to do this for a long time i thought it would be funny i didn't know it would be as exhausting as it was because i didn't know that it had as many tracks as it does right um but i was excited to do this for a while so i guess it became time to do that especially since we listened to something that i didn't like at all previously so i needed some energy and some uh some excitement a cleanse yeah. it was like your uh, audio cleanse 
which is hilarious because I would go back and listen to King Diamond after this for my audio cleanse. Makes sense. <laughs> so what do you, I think you thought when I gave this to you, I will say that you weren't excited, but that you thought that it could be fun-ish. Uh, what was your judgment prior to listening to it? You you nailed it. I wasn't going to say fun-ish though. I was going to say, but it could be funny. Like, I knew that the music was going to be exhausting. I knew I was going to be out of my element. Yeah. Because I am most of the time. But I knew that... I remember Jock James. I remembered the name. And like, you could have said Monster Ballads to me and I would have had the same excitement. Like, oh, I remember this commercial. Oh, this is going to be fucking rough. Well, but I remember this commercial. <laughs> well, we did that episode, though. We did Monster Ballads. Yes. With, <laughs> that's when we went to Pennsylvania and Tom... Marie and Marie oh, and Travis oh, came. I meant the actual album oh, Monster Battle. No, we've not. Not, uh, not our company. But we did a handful of okay, songs. Yeah. Is this love that I'm feeling? Is this the love that I've been searching for? Is this love that I'm feeling? All right. So, uh, how many times did you listen to this? I did my minimum three. I was not going to get a second more. Uh, I think. I can't remember if it was four or five for me, but it was. It did was it get there. easier? Did it get less exhausting? Or are there songs that you eventually skipped to I, get to songs? You I liked? didn't skip any. I okay. think that it's it was easier for me to zone things out that I didn't care of about. I, I'll admit, on the second and third listen, there were still songs that I was like, I listened to like more than half of it, and I'd be like. I know this is not getting any easier. Mm -hmm. Moving on. Uh, I probably did that. You know what I mean? To a couple songs, yeah. but not very much, no. Okay. Um, least favorite song. This is going to be tough for you. It was tough to choose my least. But I'm going to say... No. I'm going to say Pump Up the Volume by M-A-R-R-S because that one didn't really have much to uh, give but that's just a guess sam do you know what your least favorite song is my least favorite song is the second to last song twilight zone by you or two unlimited every time i hear i see twilight zone it makes me think of that twilight zone this is in you know what i'm talking about no i don't when the bullet hits the bone okay when the bullet hits the bone yeah i know that song uh i'll keep playing when you keep going uh, I want to explain why I don't like this song. Uh, oh, first of all, it's at the end of this list, and it's just getting the shaft in that because I'm already exhausted. Anyway. Yeah. Two, it sounds like the fucking Mortal Kombat song, and it's not the Mortal Kombat song, and it pisses me off that it's not the Mortal Kombat song. And three, this is just the epitome of all dance things that I just do not... It's just not my thing, man. It's just... It literally... Music can make me feel bad. I think other people that aren't as connected to music, and I think you feel this a little bit too, mm -hmm. it can't, it doesn't actually change their like body chemistry. You know what I mean? I think like they can listen to almost anything and just be like, oh, I'm fine. I can get through it. There are certain genres and certain songs that literally like hurt, not hurt, but like, I'm like, oh God. And like, it like, makes my stomach kind of turn and like mm -hmm. my head feels weird and I start to get like hot. And I don't know if it's because I'm being a little baby, like, like you like this and it's making me so mad that you like this. I think that's what it used to be. I literally think it's just now it's like, 
there's just tones that just do not hit me correct. I don't know how to explain it. No, it's like grating and it feels like it's it's the equivalent of nails on a chalkboard inside your head. Yeah. And I like to think of it this way. When people be like, oh, you're because this is a fake argument I have in my head, though. When people are like, uh, you just you're just being a blah, 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 blah. Like, OK, put it on the other foot. What if I was forcing you to listen to like dying fetus mm-hmm. or something that is also on the opposite spectrum of things and me not allowing you to be like, can we please turn this off? It's really grating. And me just being like, you should be able to handle this. I understand that what I'm listening to is fucking grating. So when you complain about it, I'll generally not even play it around people. Yeah. You know, so when it's stuff like this, I understand there's other genres where I am being an asshole and I will shut up and I'll let people listen to it. But if it was something like this, I'm fucking speaking up. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to say that. Uh... Oh, wait. Did you guess oh, my list? I guess yours. That's right. You did not. Uh, you know what, Michelle? I'm going to give it to. I'm doing the same thing. I still think it's Twilight Zone. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It's just, it's not good. I said it already. (laughs) Just fade that in for a second. Fade it right back out. Sam's most favorite song. I think, uh, I wasn't sure going into this at all what it was going to be, but after listening to this with you, I'm going to go with YMCA. Do you know what your most favorite song is on this list? It was between two. Was it that rock and roll part two? No, but that's funny that that also has a part two in it. It's the other song that has a two in it. It Takes Two by Rob Bass, but that's not my favorite. We're giving it to YMCA. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. I'm just saying you to you what the competition was. YMCA just has good feelings just attached to it. It really I've does enjoyed it. stand out as being different than all the other songs on yes. this list. It's I would agree. Real instruments, real band. It's got like, this is at a time when pop music had like orchestras in it and shit. Yeah. And they're putting like, like a violin, <laughs> glissandos and shit. Glissandos <laughs> sounds like a donut. Mm, donuts, the things that I think are going to be the best idea in the world, and the first one tastes amazing, and then the second one's still pretty good, and then by the third one, I'm sick of it, and my stomach feels terrible. I don't really like how they taste much anymore. Oh, really? Like if they're fresh, I'm not really into it. Interesting. If I probably a good thing that you don't. No, I agree, because it's one of the worst things you can put in your body, because it's one of the things that also stay in your body for the longest time. Right? It's like fried dough sitting in your gut. Yeah. So I, uh, if I were to, it would be the stuff that you buy like in the bag at the grocery store, like the little uh, powdered sugar, little mini donuts. Oh, yeah. The cake or, donuts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I like those. I do, too. But that that's really as far did as I say, go with this one. Did you say donuts? Yes, the donuts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like an R&B group. Do you know what my favorite song is on this list? Uh, it's either YMCA or it's It Takes Two. Or it might be Tootsie Roll. <laughs> I'm going with YMCA. I'm, I'm taking a shot here. I think that even though there was a song, uh, Come Baby Come and It Takes Two are songs that I uh, enjoy. And I got really excited about Come Baby Come. But I would have to say that as far as solid songs yeah! go. YMCA. <laughs> and I moved almost the entire time I listened to it. You so did. I like that we both uh, chose the least favorite and favorite song on this. This is the longest episode we've had in a bit. 
That's fine. Um, yeah, that's fine. How old was I when I first started listening to this? Uh, I've known these songs forever, but I never actually got my hands on a Jock Jams album because I didn't have the money. Um, how did I originally feel about this when I listened to it for the first time? Exhausting. Would I recommend this today? No. I think for nostalgic purposes, it's it's interesting, but I would never be like, you need to listen to Jock Jams Volume 1. The whole album. <laughs> right now. So I would say no. Um, I I know you would never listen to this again, but I would like you to rate this zero out of 10 all over the Rock and Roll Cats. No, the shitty part about this is it's a compilation. So mm-hmm. we're, we're rating a compilation. I'm going to give this a two and a half out of 10 all over the Rock and Roll Cats. And it's because there's two and a half songs on there that are saving it. Three songs. So, sorry, three I'll give it a three out of ten. It's hard to do that with my left hand because I'm not left-handed. It's kind of hard to do with just one hand, too. Yeah. Ah. Telling you, the band is about to start. Oh, God. (laughs) All right. Uh, I would personally rate this a... I'll give it a five and a half. Hi. I don't think that's high. (laughs) But hello to you as well. And uh, describe this album in one word, Sam. I'm going to describe this in one word. And that one word I'm going to use to describe this album is the first thing that pops in my head for some reason is sweatbands. Like headbands and wrist sweatbands. Okay. All what right. about you? Um, I'm going to see. I don't even, I, I've, I'm never prepared for this, but exhausting is the main word that it's come to mind. So I guess I have to go with that because that's what's on the forefront. Yeah. But I think that the album itself is too long. It's the first thing you said to me when it got done the first time you listened to it. And you were laying on your bed and you were like, this was exhausting. And um, <laughs> I was also a little intoxicado at the time, too. But uh, yeah, that as well. Boom. Is that it then? Oh, that is it. As far as the questions go, we are finished with this Jock Champs album. Sam, what is next? Well, Michelle, with your help from before the podcast, you suggested a certain comedy guy's album. Yeah, I was like, Sam, you should make it fun. And you're like, I did with King King Diamond. Diamond, It was fun for Sam. (laughs) So I'm taking your advice in a way. Oh, throwing a left curve at you here. Michelle, next week's podcast we are talking about a little album called hulk rules by hulk hogan and you the found wrestling it? Boot band i have tried to find <laughs> this i don't know how you found this but this is amazing oh don't you worry about how i get things uh, okay that, that's fair as well does that mean that i'm gonna have a hard time finding this because i just said it's gonna happen <laughs> oh you don't actually have this together <laughs> no but i got a week to do it oh my god <laughs> i might have to buy the cd just my. after talking shit about it on this very episode <laughs> You know, I hope not. I think I listened to some of it earlier today, so I don't see how it's gonna be hard to find. It was on one of those things where it's like YouTube full. Oh album. yeah, yeah. So you know how it's gonna go. But there you go. It's gonna be fun. When the bullet hits the bone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, we, uh, we're getting out of here. So thanks, thanks for, for listening. sticking out for this whole Jock Jams. Fantastic time. I hope just like during listening to Jock Jams, you can exercise listening to our podcast about Jock Jams. 
Yeah. What if sporting events start playing sections from this podcast? That would be atrocious for everyone involved. <laughs> we will see you next week when we listen to some Hawk Rules. The wrestling boot band, baby. Cannot wait. <laughs> All right. Hulkster in heaven. <laughs> Let's do this. Absolutely. Bye. Bye.